0: In these interesting times, there are a lot of people who are struggling. I really don't think that blowing sunshine up your uh, whatever is helpful. However, I have been working on my perception surrounding abundance for years, and I'd like to share my learning with you today you found Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. I'm Susie Parker Goins. I'm a channel, so I embody your guides for deep face-to-face conversations. I'm a Reiki master and energy healer. We work together to identify the blockages in your energy and release them. I love looking at past lives, how they're affecting you in the now, and what to do to resolve them. I upload Thursdays and Mondays. I'm available for phone and virtual sessions. The best way to contact me is at suzypgoins at gmail.com. Go to bluelightninghealing.com for more information. Please like, comment, favorite, subscribe, hit the donate button, share with your friends. Until next time, blessings. Today, I'm looking at abundance and wealth. I found that there's a big difference between those two ideas. For the sake of this podcast, we're defining wealth as tangible, like money, cars, homes, clothes, Wealth has a feeling of wanting to it. I want all the things money. Wealth comes from a mentality that there is a finite amount of anything to go around, and only a few people deserve to have it. Wealth is a man-made concept. I'm not talking about economics in the full spectrum, but cash. The Chinese are thought to have developed paper money in the 7th century Tang dynasty. There's a lot of energy swirling around the concept of money. One could say that on the other side of the coin, that abundance is a state of mind goodnet.org defines abundance in a spiritual context as the notion of abundance or plenty is less about material conditions revolving instead once basic needs are met around an appreciation of life in its fullest joy and strength of mind body and soul this is the cultivation of respect for the creative energy of the universe i like that once my basic needs are met Once my bills are paid and the pantry is stocked, I'm okay with what I have. I appreciate people and things around me in my life. I can see that I have enough, and when I have enough, I can be comfortable and relaxed. What else happens when I have enough? I feel grateful. I I just read an excerpt from a book in which authors Kurt Vonnegut and Joseph Heller were at a party of some wealthy hedge fund manager. Vonnegut pointed out that their host had made more money in one day than Heller made from all of the proceeds of his best-selling book, Catch-22. Heller responded with, Yes, but I have something he will never have. Enough. That made the distinction crystal clear for me. It's about perspective. Wealth is based in a poverty mentality. There's never enough. Gotta have more, more, more. Keeping up with people you don't know or don't even care about. Abundance comes from a sense of satisfaction, satiety. I have enough, I do enough, I am enough. What can you do? Look at your perceptions about and attitude toward money and abundance. Examine your perspective when it comes to spending. What's your motivation? Is it because you need the thing to live? Okay. Is it to manipulate someone into feeling a certain way? How about talking to them? Cultivate open communication. That's not to say that every expensive thing is bad. There are valid reasons to buy a more expensive option when it comes to quality and workmanship. But to buy it solely based on a name? Not necessarily. I, I, I don't want to turn this into Budgeting 101, but developing a healthy relationship with money can improve your circumstances. Look at your relationship with money. What was the attitude toward money when you were growing up? Was it used as leverage? Was anyone's self-esteem connected to how much money they made or spent? Was it used to wield power or to intimidate? Or was it a game to make it go as far as one could stretch it? <laughs> I love finding cool stuff on sale or at a thrift shop or as a trade. There's a lot of energy and judgment around money, and it runs the gamut from being lucky and hard working or corrupt and selfish and so on. And those who don't have it are judged as being lazy, lower class, trash, stupid, and so on. Is it a crime to find something for free? No. Is it a crime to be in need of a free resource? No. Look at the resources cities have that are available to their population. Food banks, libraries, community events. There are resources aimed at at at-risk populations. You know, the elderly, teens, and children, the unemployed. That, but what about me? Attitude rears its head. What about you? Do you have enough? Why do you think if you have enough, you need more? Look at it. What can you find for free? There are organizations and groups who focus on helping to equalize resource distribution. There's free cycle buy nothing groups. Jump to mind. I take part in online events for which attendance is free. Use reason about it. Yes, there are people who would want to exploit free resources to the detriment of others, or are in such a mentality of lack that too much doesn't feel like enough. Ah, you remember pandemic purchasing of toilet paper, yeast, and hand sanitizers, don't you? So abundance in practice. Well, for one, our school had a clothing exchange area. Parents would bring in clothes they no longer needed, and then they could pick up clothes from other families that had donated. It built that sense of community. There are food shares, gleaning or food rescue groups go to businesses who pass on food they can't or won't sell. The food is distributed in the community. It's not beautiful food, but the abundance goes out to the community. Then there's bartering or trading. I think those ideas must stem from an abundance mentality, too. There's no concrete monetary value attached, usually. Just, I have a lot of this, or... I can do that, and you have a lot of that, and you can do this. How about we take care of each other and trade? So my abundance practices include blessing money as I pay bills. I'll bless it, reikify it, certainly have an attitude of gratitude, and see that the money is helping others too, paying salaries, helping other people live, and so forth. That's when understanding the impact your money has based on where you spend it. How can you support your friends' businesses? I know big corporate stores can have lower prices for whatever reason, but really look to see if those companies are sharing their wealth, yep, the tangible, if they are sharing their wealth with their employees. Which leads us to examine the systemic inequities surrounding wealth and abundance. Some business people have made even more money with the pandemic. Hmm, and what can we do? Oh, yeah, bless your money. Research who you are supporting with discretionary purchases. Contact elected representatives about benefits and salaries. Vote for those who support equality. I know, love doesn't replace money when the electricity is about to be turned off. So what can you do before it gets to that point? Well, abundance can include looking at what you have right now. Really assessing your life's inventory. Do you have enough food? Have you considered planting some sort of garden? Would that help with food insecurity? It's a calming activity that enhances your space. You'll be adding a skill. What skills can you add? There's life inventory right there. Start slowly. Uh, Maybe you'll find serenity in whatever it is you're doing. How's your housing? Is it safe? Secure? Your job? Where have you changed in this time? Look at your family. Uh, not everyone has an ideal situation at home. And now is a good time to assess what you need. What would make it better? Maybe that difficult conversation will finally happen. What doors can you crack open at this time? The bottom line of all of this is to look at your self-worth. And you know, the more I'm writing this, the more I realize that an individual self-worth is the driving factor in the mentality of lack. I ask you. Look at yourself, look at your relationship with yourself. When did you give up your self-value? What happened to make you feel the tangible displays were more important than your emotional or psychological sense of worth? Take some time to explore those moments, whether it's with a mental health care professional on your own, using guided meditations or reading things, reading materials, whatever you need to do to look and resolve the issues, integrate the wisdom and lessons from those events or people. Please remember, you are not alone. You are worthy of love, companionship, and abundance. Open your hearts and hands to receive what the universe has for you, be it wealth or abundance. It may not be a gold Rolex, But it may very well be the realization that you are not less than any other. You are divine and equal. Until next time, blessings.